Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. We've got some exciting high school news. The first team in Southeast Iowa all year to win a game at the state tournament turns out to be the New London Tigers as they just beat Tam in the first round of the state tournament. We got a guy that can tell us all about it, Parker Testa of KILJ Sports Director. Welcome to the program, Parker. Dave, I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. You know, we've been covering sports all year long and um, so many exciting matchups. And uh, we got so close to getting a, a win up there in the state. But the New London Tigers did it. First one this year. So uh, tell us a little how, how the game went and the score and everything. Well, you know, I thought that New London, whoever got out to the early lead in this game, I thought would win. Uh, both teams can really pitch the baseball. Uh, and both teams can hit. But New London... You know, it just seemed like they just they they definitely ate their Wheaties this morning. I'll tell you, they, you know, they they really got on cam early. You know, they scored the first run of the game in that first inning, um, and then that they had a big, big, big uh, third inning, I believe, where, where uh, Derek Santiago hit a long three-run double, uh, and that put them up five to nothing. And they just kept rolling. Um, you know, and they and I talked with Coach Helmerson after the game. He said they. Uh, saw 178 pitches in the game, and uh, the starter tonight for, for for Cam had 80 pitches through three innings. Uh, so if you can jump on a team like that and knock a good starter like uh, like um, like Cam had tonight, you know you're going to win the ball game. And New London did that. Well, we know Cam has a lot of great athletes because they won a state championship in football. Right. So. Uh... Well, you know, how the guys approach the game and uh, Santiago, you know, he was a, a hero with the pitching and a hero with the bat. And uh, he made a great play at shortstop, too. Yeah, he, he did. Uh, you know, and, you know, both both those guys, or Santiago on the mound, uh, you know, he was the do-it-all guy tonight for New London. He, he hit that long uh, double in the third inning. Um, he pitched a great game uh, on the mound to start the game. Uh, and then he was he was making great plays in the infield too. So um, this New London team they have a bunch of athletes, and they're you know as as did Cam, uh, but New London was the better team tonight. Well, I think Cam made a couple of errors or something early, and they made mistakes. And uh, I saw New London really punish uh, Moravia when they made mistakes, and uh, I kind of saw the same thing here. Yeah, and you know New London they had their share of mistakes as well. Santiago. He threw over to first base uh, and got that throw into the uh, foul territory down the first baseline. He did it twice in the game, and luckily it didn't cost him either time. I know, and the catcher, he snapped a couple throws over there that I thought could have got away, but uh, they, they really came close to picking that guy off at first, too. Yeah, they did. Uh, they had a couple great defensive plays. Um, you know, defense was, was the key for New London tonight. Um, and it's, and it is, especially when you get to this, this point in the season, uh, and they, and New London's offense really won, was what won it for them tonight, but their defense was, was stellar as well. Well, they got a lot of walks too, which was kind of surprised me in a, a championship game. And their pitcher was really great. He had a, like a 065 earned run average or something to start the game out. Yeah, yeah, oh six five, oh six four, something like that. Uh, and you know, Cam had a great, a great starter uh, in in uh, in uh, uh, Spiric, um, or, or Speaker uh, was one of. Them. I already forgot his name. It's already after the game, but uh, just after the game. But you know, they had a great starter, um, and, and he pitched well. 
Uh, New London just jumped all over them early in the game and, and, and didn't hold back. Well, Cam, Cam starting pitcher had a looked like an excellent curveball, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the all-speed pitches uh, for both teams, uh, you know, New London and Cam, both guys had great off-speed pitches uh, that challenged both teams early in the game. But once New London kind of, you know, it took them a few innings, but once they found their groove and kind of figured out uh, figured out the pitches uh, for their starter, uh, it was bombs away. Well, uh, Cam got to, like I said, they, he walked the first batter. And then they threw it away, and he went all the way to third. I, th- I don't think there was anybody out in the runner at third, but San Diego was able to strike out the side in that thing. I know one other guy walked, I think. Uh, but he was he didn't surrender any runs, and I thought that was pretty uh, – that was really a right. big start for the game, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and you know, pitching was, was the key for, for New London tonight. They, they wanted to keep uh, the cam offense um, – you know, under wraps as best they could. And they did. They only scored three runs. Um, and, you know, New London uh, really was just – they were great tonight. And, and the camp pitching staff, they allowed 14 base runners on either a walk, hit by pitch. I mean, that's unbelievable. And that's where the majority of the New London offense came from was on walks and on hit by pitches. Yeah, I think it was like eight hits to six hits or something like – something in that vicinity. It was – it was certainly close, yeah. Uh, but you know, like you say, you don't walk people, and that that was what uh, you know, uh, you know, or, or when they did walk people, they spaced it out over innings. You know, uh, I'm talking about New London. Uh, well, let's let's uh, let's wrap up the three pitchers that they used and, and let our audience hear about it. Yeah, uh, I don't have my score sheet in front of me, um, but uh, they were they were great tonight overall. Uh, New so, London, they they so had, Santiago uh, uh, for four and a third, and then Katata pitched, and uh, Richie uh, was the last one. Yeah, Brandon yeah. Richie, uh, and um, he, he really you know, pitched good too. Yeah, all three of those guys pitched great, uh, and, and you know it was the, the stage was set by Santiago to start the game, and he went uh, with his stuff tonight. I really think he could have went the distance, but Coach Helmerson was playing it safe and uh, decided to to go to his pen. But all three guys tonight pitched well for New London. Well, I want to really thank KLJ for sending me out there because they sat down to watch the game uh, on the uh, streaming, the Iowa High School streaming. And it got into the, uh, I don't know, the first or second inning, but there was bases loaded and one out, and uh, the game cut off. The the streams, they, I lost the stream for like three innings, but thank God you were there to cover the to cover the innings. And you, you had me all excited with the way you were, you know, covering that game and, and the, the runs were driving in. So I guess all the luck was for KILJ for, for the, the, the big first rally. <laughs> Well, I uh, I'm not one to to uh, to say that I had an effect on the game at all. I just called it. But uh, no. you know, we're we're fortunate enough to see New London win tonight. We'll be back Wednesday for uh, for their contest here. Well, uh, you didn't maybe not have effect on the game, but you sure had effect on the listeners. You know, it's uh, you know uh, uh, I enjoy calling games, and I enjoy listening to a guy that's enthusiastic about calling games. And you you did a great job calling this game. And I really enjoyed well, your broadcast. I just wanted to mention that. But, uh, well, uh, Gibbert, your catcher, uh, I, that's how you pronounce it, I think. But uh, he had a pretty great game, didn't he? He did. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, he had a great game at the plate. Um, and, you know, 
uh, defensively had a great game as well. Um, so, and, and really on any baseball team at any level, if you have a good catcher, you're going to be a good team. Well, you're not going to go into the state tournament without a really good catcher. I don't think. And, and the fact that he's a cleanup hitter on top of that, you know, I think he's uh you know, he's the reason, one of the big reasons why you guys are, are so close to a state championship. Yeah, yep. And uh, he's, he's certainly he's certainly on that level. And I haven't been here in Southeast Iowa for the whole season, but what I have seen of this New London team, they're they're fantastic. And you know, if they keep the, if they keep it up how they're going uh, now, uh, we, we we very well could see uh, them hoist that trophy here on Friday. Well, oh my gosh! So tell us about the next matchup and when it is. Well, and I'll be honest, Dave, I have not done my studying for the next matchup yet. So that'll be my day tomorrow. I'll study up on, on uh, the winner of this uh, night game tonight and, and uh, take a look at those matchups. So the, the, the game, uh, they're playing the game right now for the. Who they yet? haven't started. They have not started it yet, but they will be. They will be uh, playing it here shortly. Well, it was sure, sure exciting. And, you know, the game is Wednesday. Wednesday at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. So it's the prime time big game, and, and they just got to win two more games in their state champs, right? That's correct. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. Well, uh, uh, you got any more quick uh, thoughts about the game before we wrap this interview up? Well, overall, you know, New London, I think you know they're they're a very good offensive team, and if if they can, I mean, it's what they've done all season. They've just outscored other teams. If they can continue to score like they have, they're, they're going to win the state on Friday. You know, uh, I was thinking back to the Pekin game. I, I imagine you called that game, you know. And here's this, uh, a, a team, Pekin, that I think they lost 5-1 to one or 5-2 to two or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was something like that. And yeah. then you go out and you pound a Moravia team that's excellent, and then you, you, you wind up taking it to the uh, – taking it to Cam, who's, you know, state champion in football, loaded with athletes, uh, 27 and two, I believe, as they entered the game. I mean, uh, it was uh, it's just incredible. What a, what a, you know, New London's had great athletes all year long, and they uh, didn't quite get it done in, in basketball, and they didn't quite get it done, although they, they met an amazing game against uh, Montezuma in the playoffs. I think they just lost by one or something like that, but it was uh, – but it's been a great year for New London, and uh, I guess they got to the state tournament last year. And uh, how how good is this Santiago? I mean, you think he's is he the best player, or is it Todd's? It, it, it's it's close. They got a lot of good guys. I don't know if I can pick a best player on this New London team, um, but they they have a core group. That, I mean, they have nine seniors on this team that have set records at New London for wins and many other categories. And uh, Santiago is a part of that group. Cooper Schulte is a part of that group. Catala is a part of that group. They got nine seniors that are very, very good. And, you know, they're going to they're gonna definitely be a different team next year, that's for sure. Well, where, where are we standing on pitch counts for uh, the Wednesday game? Or, or do they even, does that even matter in the state tournament? Uh, it does matter as far as pitch counts. I'm not sure. I'd have to, I'd have to do the research. Well, I know that. Santiago got, uh, 81 pitches or 82 pitches or somewhere in the eighties. And I don't know, does that mean he can't pitch in the next game or, uh, I'd have to look at the, the, uh, the state rules for that. I'm not too sure. Well, there's only, there's only, uh, two more games left in a, we still got mid Prairie, uh, from Southeast Iowa. It's been, a, uh, it's just, 
everybody in the whole south southern southeastern part of the state is uh, is uh, cheering tonight or they're popping the bubbly and they're dancing in the cornfields and uh, i was really happy that you you brought it to us parker and thanks for being on the show i appreciate you having me dave thank you okay well hopefully we'll be talking to you a couple more times and uh, that champagne just keeps staying fresh so <laughs> thanks for being on the show parker thank you well, welcome back to Round Guy Radios. We're going to continue a little celebration of the new London Tigers win over Caminita. Uh, and we got uh, our good friend Andy Crutzinger to tell us about this game and set us up for Mid Prairie's game tomorrow. Welcome back to the program, Andy. Well, thanks for having me. Well, uh, you're, you're, you're staying in Carroll this week, and it looks like uh, you might even stay an extra day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry to cut you off, but yeah. Well, we're uh, we're juggling a little bit how much uh, how much it costs to stay over here and how many games we can cover. But we're definitely covering live uh, the first two, so I got a hotel right next to the stadium. It's pretty nice, actually. Oh, that was a, let's talk about that stadium. That looked like almost like a minor league facility. It was very much like the Atomo, uh John Hart, uh, you know, with the wooden the wooden fences, and uh, uh-huh. it really looked like a nice ballpark. Is it? Yeah, it is now. I, I wish I knew my history to realize who uh, there there have been my only teams that have played here. I believe this used to be the site of state baseball. I think all four classes might have used to, and then for a while it was um, it was like it was now, where there's only two classes. I think it used to be maybe two A and four A were here. But I, it's such a cool park because yeah, it feels like a minor league park. They have the big like the big tower lights that you could almost climb. There's a there's a pool and just uh, just over. Uh, center field fence, so you kind of get that hometown vibe. But then the the actual bleachers have a little overhang, so it feels more like it's a you know a a, a big time uh, deal. But really, what I re- what is good about this park is that there are countless amount of workers that are driving around. You park you park a little far away, and somebody comes in a golf cart and scoots you along uh, to get to the the front. And I mean, they've had they've had all sorts of of stuff out here last year. Uh, Last year, there were, I didn't get this because I didn't want to get it and then drive home and have something happen. But they were giving out co- coronavirus vaccines at the, at the field last year, and they uh, they have they really do a good job of putting it on and making it a cool little experience. Yeah, Ozzy Smith. Oh, Clorinda. Uh, he he played somewhere out there. We played in Clorinda, I guess. For uh, oh yeah, that, yeah, that's that's kind of close around here. So anyway. Uh, well, let's go over the let's go over this big win here uh, for the New London Tigers over a Caminita team that has uh, athletes on it that won the state uh, championship in football. Yeah, yeah, and well, and speaking of Caminita, you know, I I knew this would be, or I thought this is going to be a pretty tough game for them because that that lane speaker kid, um, he's one of those kids where he plays, you know, three and a half hours away from me. But when I saw his name on the roster, I said, oh, I know who that kid is. You know, I've seen him play. You know. I, it's, it's one of the few kids that kind of have a state-wide name. And he's a really good starter, but they made him throw so many pitches. You know, um, it started off first batter of the game, Josh Catala drew a walk. Um, and they, they and then he eventually scored on an error. And I think they had, um, through two or three innings, they hadn't had a hit. And Seth Bailey had the first hit, a, a little single up the middle. But they hadn't had a hit, but they were walking so much and they were getting hit by so many pitches. Uh, we'll look on the stats to see how many walks and hit by pitches they had. But they just made him throw, you know, even even on uh, hits and ground outs and stuff. It, it just seemed like the cam pitchers were, were throwing so many pitching pitcher pitches, and uh, you know they had to use three guys, and 
the, the Tiger lineup really did really well today. Well, Cam's starting pitcher, who had an excellent curveball. God, he had a great fucking curveball. Yeah, he did. But uh, uh, he was at over 80 pitches in the third inning. Yeah, he was. And he really, I mean, he has like a, what, like a point five four ERA or something like that. Oh, yeah, six four or something like that. Uh, yeah, and him and uh, and, and Derek Santiago, who started for New London, um, through two innings, they each had six strikeouts. They, I mean, you know, the, the outs they were getting were strikeouts, and they both had the off-speed stuff working. He, he, he fooled New London batters a few times on on those little, it's a little curveball, little slider that they're getting out of the way of, and it crosses over the plate. So uh, he's a really good pitcher. It was really impressive. I, I, I like to see the last time he was he gave up even even that five runs or however many he gave up early. Uh, it's well, probably been probably since Little League since he did that. Well, that Katata, he got on base early and often, and he scored yeah. uh, at least three runs. And then he had a beautiful bunt with runners at first and second that moved him over. Uh, he played great, but Santiago has to be the star of this game because uh, uh, his pitching, and then he had that double with the bases loaded. And, uh, I mean, uh, what an outstanding game Santiago had, huh? Yeah, that, and that bases loaded double was so huge because – even at you know one oh two oh, it's a pretty close game. You know it's a pitcher's duel and a pitcher's duel, and that was not only a, a big RBI double, but that was an 0-2 count, I believe, with two outs. So he's one strike away from it, still being a low scoring game and still being a really close game. And uh, he, he blasted that into the outfield. And I knew one had a few hits in the uh, a few of their hits went over over outfield. His heads that probably should have been caught, but um, they blasted a few to the fence, and uh, he really got all of that one. And, and that was the moment of the game, in my opinion, was when he was able to clear those bases. Well, uh, when uh, they played Moravia, they played a very big park. That was the biggest park, 370-something down the power alleys down there, and 385 was to dead red. And uh, I don't know who hit it, but someone hit the ball clear to the wall, and uh, Moravia's left fielder caught it. But uh, I heard this is a pretty big ballpark, too, because there's some pretty big blasts I thought might have been home runs in some other parks. Yeah, yeah, there was. Well, that's funny because I just talked to Tucker Gibber, who had a big double, and he said he, he thought it was gone when he left. But what? Um, deep center, I'm going to look to see. I think it's 392. So once you get out to wow. the field, it, it's like, uh, you know, it's like an inverted V, I guess. It just The angle really sticks out in center field. Um, it's, it's only 326 to left and 322 to right. So if you hit it down the line, it's, you know, it's not – it's still pretty far, but uh, hitting a dead center home run is about impossible even with an aluminum bat. And a lot of the new one big hits went to the gaps, went into the big part of the ballpark. So, um, but, and, but I mean, and those those cam, they're probably what three balls where the cam outfielders were tracking and just barely went over their glove. You know, those could have made a big difference as far as how much new one had to sweat. Well, Tucker Gibber, he really played a great game. He did a great job at the backstop, and he had some timely hits and drove in a bunch of them. Yeah, and he was really good. He was probably their best hitter last year when they came over here and they lost that game four to three. He had a he had a big triple in that game. Well, him and Katala both, and they both played really well today. So uh, maybe they just hit well here or, or hit well in the in the big parks. But that's your you know Tucker is your four hitter and and um, and Josh is your leadoff hitter. So you want your your leadoff guy and your cleanup hitter to be on. That's a pretty good recipe to score some runs. Well, they pitched well. They feel well. Santiago, even after uh, they replaced him as the pitcher. He made a fantastic play at shortstop to catch a guy that ended the inning. Uh, so it, it was just everybody played good, and that's what you got to do in the state tournament. And uh, when uh, Caminita started making mistakes, uh, New London made them pay, didn't they? Yeah, they did, and that's a big thing. You know, um, in, in games like this, 
especially when I thought it was going to be a low-scoring game because of who was, who was pitching both ways. But it just seemed like, you know, New London did leave some runners on, but they had runners on all game. And, you know, they're patient, patient, patient. And then finally, uh, when it came time to get a couple hits, they were able to do that, especially when, when Lane Speaker went out. Uh, the, the next two kids, um, New London was able to get to a little easier. So, um, I mean, it just seemed like they were comfortable against – everybody and and yeah the, when they made contact it was usually into a gap in the outfield and it looked like uh it looked like a uh, one of the games that they've played in the regular season where they're piling on runs and usually when you get to the state tournament you, you can't quite uh you know have that run output they're used to having well uh, we're talking to andy Kretzinger of the southeast iowa union and uh, you need to get out there and buy a paper or two to cover uh what he writes up about these games to cover the hotel room that they had to spend on him over there yeah, that's yeah. Hey, that's true. We spent a lot of money to come up here, so uh, got to get a just you know when you subscribe or get papers, just make sure to tell everybody it's because of the state baseball coverage, and then maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll be at the Marriott Suite next year. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I, I found out. You know the difference between a twenty-five dollar room and a hundred dollar room. <laughs> What's that? Seventy-five bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's you know that's true. So this this place, I'll just hype up. Even though I I went and took a little rest, I got here early, and the hotel I'm at is called the Burke. Um, it's Burke B U R K E. It's it's right around the corner from the ballpark. In fact, you could walk here if you wanted to. I didn't. I drove. But um, but it's, I mean it's only you know seventy five bucks a room, and get in there as a king size bed, and they got direct TV, and it feels you know nice, and it's clean, and the people working there were pretty nice so i had a really dopey moment where uh, hey. my room is number my room is on the second floor and I, I went to the first floor room and and i couldn't figure out why my key wasn't working but well, uh, to drive to to uh, where, where where's the place at carol carol yeah, to drive to carol to drive back and then to drive back that would be uh, more than 75 bucks for sure yeah we have It'd be like 150 some... bucks to be honest with you yeah well that's funny because so usually what we would do is we would drive up and drive back. This is a really rare time where we have a back-to-back game. You know, we have New London playing today and Mid-Prairie playing tomorrow. But if Mid-Prairie didn't make it or if New London didn't make it, I guarantee I'd be doing the eight-hour round trip, you know, back home. And it's going to be so much nicer to uh, just do the story from the hotel. And, and I mean, money-wise, it's, it's, it's you know, 75 one way and maybe 55 the other. And so it's, it's not too much of a difference with gas as expensive as it is. <laughs> Well, let's talk. Let's talk about this Mid Prairie game that's tomorrow. I believe at one thirty. Yes, one thirty. So, uh, who does Mid Prairie play? And uh, oh, they, they've got a, a a team they're a little familiar with. Uh, who is it? Yes, yes, they do. Cascade, which is a team that they not only did they play this year, but they've played uh, once a year, um, pretty much every year since you know the last you know eight or ten years. On Cascade and Western Dubuque, and um, they lost three to nothing. So they they, they didn't uh, quite get the hits uh, earlier this year. And you know, Mid Prairie was really good in the regular season. So that was a really really rare game where they were unable to put any runs on the board or, or a lot of runs on the board. So we'll see. You know, it's it's kind of funny because if you remember in basketball season, Mid Prairie made the state tournament and they played a team, a Monticello that they had beaten in the regular season, and then they turned around and lost to them. In the, in the basketball tournament, so maybe it'll be a little bit of a reverse tomorrow. And, you know, they they uh, I don't know if Cascade's going to throw the same guy that they did um, against Mid-Prairie. I don't know if Mid-Prairie's going to throw because, you know, they had, they had to um, take route out early in that sub-state final game. And yeah. um, so I don't know if, you know, he's going to be available to throw tomorrow or well, what I, they're going to do with that. So it's a, there's a lot of question marks going in tomorrow. I did, I did talk to the coach, and he's not pitching. 
He's going to play okay. third base. So, but uh, the kid that they had pitched, and I can't quite come up with his uh, name. Call Colin Miller. I'm yeah. you're talking about. Wow, did he pitch great in that? Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what his. It seems like their innings would. It's been long enough, isn't it? That the is his clock good, or is he still? Uh, yeah, it's been long enough because let's see the sub. Yeah, because the sub state final would have been on what Thursday. Yeah. Uh, and that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Oh, I believe I think that's the four days you have to rest. So I think he should be perfectly fine to go. And they have other, you know, Alex Bean's a good arm for them. Um, they have other kids besides Grad. It's just that Grad is such a dominant pitcher, and he's he's an, obviously he's going to Iowa, so he's a next level pitcher. But it's good that he's able to play the field, you know, because he's had a he's had the hottest bat for those guys. But he had uh, a grand slam in one of the playoff games that that Carson Grout. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so. That does you honestly not having your best arm obviously is a disadvantage, but um, you know maybe maybe it'll be one of those situations where you know if, if it's if it is Miller and he his uh, number is called and you know maybe it's a, pit, a game he wouldn't have expected to be starting in. Not that he wouldn't have just started game two anyway if they would have won, but maybe it'll be one of those you know things where it gives you a little confidence boost, like the, the team it's all up to me, you know maybe a rise of the occasion well, like he did the other night. <laughs> Well, Southeast Iowa is dancing in the cornfields and popping the champagne and uh, doing the hokey pokey and turning themselves around because uh, we didn't get a we didn't even get anyone to the state tournament in football. And yeah, we, that's yeah. We didn't. Uh, we got two teams uh, in basketball, but nobody won. Uh, and now we've got it. You know, we got uh, the, the New London Tigers are Southeast Iowa's best, but uh, Mid Prairie is going to give us a great game. And you'll be there for the coverage. So uh, I'm assuming uh, you'll be able to email these pictures and the story back and be able to see this in the paper tomorrow? Uh, so it won't, go, it won't technically go in the paper tomorrow because um, we print uh, in Des Moines, and so it takes a little while, so the deadline's already kind of up. But New London's um, game will go in, let's see, what is today, two, Monday? So New London's game goes in Wednesday, and then Mid Prairie's game goes in Thursday. Yes, and then and then New London's semifinal game goes in Friday. And then on Monday, you'll get, you know, hopefully they'll all still be playing and you'll get um, the rest of it. So, yeah, so if you open your newspaper tomorrow, it'll be, um, I forget what we even put in there, but, <laughs> but it'll be something different tomorrow morning. But, but it'll be online. I mean, I'll go, I'm going to go do the story right now tonight. So you can always check online if it's not up yet. But, um, but we'll have baseball coverage, as far as the eye can see, starting on Wednesday. Well, you always get some great pictures, and I know you take a lot of pictures, and you go through and you find the best ones. Did you get some mm-hmm. good pictures of this game? Yeah, you know what? I, so, yes and no. Yes, because this is a great park to take pictures. Um, they have low fences, which is my absolute favorite. They don't even need the little media boxes because if you're standing along the fence, you've got a clear shot. Um, and I've noticed uh, – so I sit amongst the people in the stands. There's some bleachers over – um, they were actually the bleachers that were in the sun, and so a lot of people weren't even sitting in there. Um, um, they're off the first base side, so um, I, I I like the first base side better because you can get infielders throwing the ball to first base. But um, uh, but also, no, because, you know, Derek's such a good pitcher that uh, some of the best shots are the infield, and uh, I didn't get a lot of opportunities today. He strikes so many out that uh, <laughs> I had to make the most of the opportunities I got because, those, those, you know, he had, he had a lot of the cam hitters off balance, and so – what I he had six strikeouts in two innings and whatever he ended up with at the end of the game. Yeah, it was a, it was a tremendous game and he pitched great and the team played great. The coach coached great and uh, the guys that were calling the game called it great and your report it great and uh, hallelujah for Southeast Iowa. It is uh, 
it's just a tremendous joy. Thanks, uh, thanks for being with us. Anything we didn't get to cover that you wanted to? No, no, just uh, well, if you're if you're curious as to who New London's going to play, um, you know, uh, I'm sure if you're listening to this, it's probably after this game uh, that's going on right now. But they will play Lisbon or Newman Catholic, and they are playing right now. Uh, Lisbon got a hit in the in the top of the first, but couldn't. Uh, couldn't capitalize. So um, if Newman Catholic wins, then New London will technically be the underdog. It'll be a 2-3 game. And if Lisbon wins, then it'll be a 3-7 game. And New London will be back in the home dugout on Wednesday. So and I believe that's Wednesday at 7 o'clock, I believe. And then if Mid-Prairie wins tomorrow, they play Thursday at 7 o'clock, if I'm correct. So, yeah, we'll um, be in prime time. Prime time. Like yeah. Deion Sanders. Prime time. Well, uh, thanks, Andy, for being with us. And uh, I gotta, I gotta uh, have you call me again tomorrow because uh, one way or another, we'll have another score for you. Yeah, no problem. Well, now that'll maybe cut down my four-hour drive tomorrow. So, because uh, I'm at least going back, uh, I think I'm going back tomorrow, and then Hunter will be back up here later this week. So that'll, that'll give me something to do. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being with us, and enjoy your stay in the room tonight. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. All right, we're out. <laughs>